There is a secret weapon out there when it comes to boosting direct bookings, and it's in the form of a little box. Have you ever visited a Starbucks or a hotel or any coffee shop and you've wanted to use the Wi-Fi? To get access to the Wi-Fi, you have to give up an email address and your contact information. This technology has never been available before in the short-term rental or the mid-term rental market, but now it is. I've been talking about this company and my clients have used them time and time and time again, and the results are phenomenal. The company is, of course, StayFi. StayFi is a global brand and they are making waves in this industry. I am so grateful and happy to say that not only am I a client, not only am I a friend of the company, they are also now sponsoring the podcast. And when StayFi came to me and they said, hey, we want to sponsor the podcast, I said, well, only reason I will do this is if you can give a really cool discount to the Boostly community. You can get started right now on StayFi, no contracts, and get 50% off your first three months with StayFi. All you need to do is use the code Boostly when you are getting started. Again, just put Boostly to get 50% off your first three months. If you are serious about boosting your direct bookings, then you need to have StayFi in your tech stack. Back to the show. Hey, everybody. Today on the Boostly Podcast, we are talking about niching down and how your vibe attracts your tribe. And we're going to do that with a successful and interesting short-term rental host. We're going to ask questions about his hospitality business, extract all the stuff that he's doing well that you can put into your short-term uh, rental as you listen to this. So if you haven't listened to this podcast before, you're listening to the Boostly podcast. We are the podcast that gives hosts the tools, the tactics, the trainings, and most importantly, the confidence so you can go out there and get more direct bookings. My name's Liam Carolan. I'm Mark Simpson's co-host. And today we've got Andy Easton. He's uh, coming from the UK down in Cornwall. His business is called Beach Retreats, and you can check them out at beachretreats.co.uk. And we're going to dive into what that business is all about as I'm sure you'll understand what niche he's going for straight away. But yeah, welcome along, Andy. Hi, Liam. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you here. So start off by introducing uh, yourself and uh, you know what you find most enjoyable about hosting. Sure, sure. Uh, so I'm the MD for uh, Beach Retreats down here in Cornwall. And we have about 250 properties that we look after, all privately owned, and we work on a commission basis. And what do I like about the hospitality? It's really bringing the new properties on, some great new areas, secret beaches, stunning properties, great interiors, and meeting new owners and uh, educating them about the sector. Nice, nice. And just tell me a little bit more about the business. So um, where, obviously, we've mentioned where it is, but what kind of model do you use? How many units? And uh, what kind of guests do you tend to host the most? Sure, sure. So we, we've been around about 14, 15 years now. We are part of the Watergate Bay Hotel Group. So if you've been down to North Cornwall, you might know Watergate Bay between Newquay and Padstow. Uh, and we've we've kind of grown from the uh, that hotel DNA of looking after guests and offering great guest experiences on the beach. Uh, so we we now look after 250, I think it's about 255 properties that we've got in the portfolio now, all united by uh, that, that characteristic of being within walking distance of a beach having good local amenities, so the, the beach cafe, good restaurants, uh, and the, the water sports, and, you know, and contemporary interiors as well. So the, you know, the kind of really modern 
yeah, kitchens and new build properties really kind of resonate with our guests. Average guest, uh, I guess uh, if you look at the uh, data, uh, she is 45. She lives in the home counties around London. She is a successful uh, family. It's a family who create professionals uh, appreciate quality. But I think when we talk about our demographic, it's it's not so much about the age or the gender. It's more about the uh, it's more what they like to do. So our guests are very active. They like to get in the water, the wild swimming, the trying the bodyboarding or the walking the coastal paths, and and that's a kind of really nice kind of angle to it. Is you know they're not just uh, here to walk around tourist attractions. Uh, you know they're getting active and they're doing what they do at home, but in a stunning location. That's cool. And you mentioned before, and I know we mentioned this just off off air beforehand, but I asked, is all of your properties near the beach? I mean, is it sounds like an obvious question, but you know, you said they're all within walking distance to to the beach, which is so important. And this is what brings us back to, you know, the the vibe attracts the tribe. If people know what a business does, and um, there was a great video recently by a, a chap called Daniel Priestley, who says that when you're doing an elevator pitch, people like to put you into some sort of box. So instantly, I now know that, you know, beachretreats.co.uk is, hey, I can walk to the beach. So I know if I want that kind of a feel of hey, I can walk, and there's there's a there's a beach close by. There's activities, then I know where to go, and um, yeah, that's that's really cool. So, where do you market your your properties at the moment? So everyone books direct. I think it's kind of something we're really proud of. We have a few properties where the owners have asked to list on Airbnb, and that's fine. We'll we'll, we'll do that for them, but it's book direct. So the, the the marketing is a really kind of broad mix of channels. And I, I, I come back to the uh, the guest journey when they are booking a self catering holiday in Cornwall. It's a, a very kind of planned, quite a traditional market. It's that once a year holiday with the family uh, when they're coming down to mark a special occasion or to, uh, to go to an event. So the, the journey from right, I'm going to book a holiday to actually arriving is very uh, can be very kind of drawn out. It's this, a few months of looking around the internet and actually picking out the areas and the type of property and the dates are all kind of coming together. So uh, the marketing tends to be really based around that demographic and their interests, the walkers, the people who like to do yoga on the beach, the people who like to get in the water. And it's, it's just kind of like drip, dripping some nice content to them at uh, different points. Where, so when they're ready to book, Beach Retreats is very much the name you know, the, the, the think of. So that's kind of, it's nice Instagram shots of the sunset. It's uh, might be an event that's happening down here or uh, that coastal path, which has uh, just reopened, that is that driver for wanting to book a holiday. So when, you know, so if you look at the the marketing and where our bookings come from, it's, it's very much a mix of a bit of pay-per-click, a lot of PR, we do a lot of influencer stairs and uh, reaching out to journalists. But then it's uh, our newsletter, the Instagram account has been really effective over the past few years. And now we're playing with TikTok and seeing how that, learning from what, how that contributes to that journey. But it's very much a, a suite of tools that generate that one booking. That's cool. And I'm going to go slightly off script here because I want to dive a little bit more into that. So, I mean, pretty much 100% direct bookings is, is amazing. And you've just mentioned, you, you've sort of mentioned a lot of things in passing that you may do and you don't realize that you're doing it so well. So you just mentioned influencer marketing is is a big one, doing things like reaching out newsletters and being around the press. 
Instagram, not everybody markets on Instagram. And the thing is that you've mentioned several things, which, which uh, are great. Now I was asked earlier on today, how much work does direct bookings take? And I said, well, it depends on your business, but mm. for you, how much work does direct bookings take? Is it, is it more, what would you say? And is it all worth it doing all this? Yes, it, it does. Especially when you commit to managing uh, your brand on a social media channel, it's not something that you can back away from. And quite often, it, it's difficult to see that direct return on the investments. I think with with these channels, uh, especially with an influencer marketing, is a great one in that we've had some really kind of uh, interesting guests stay with us, you know, quick, quick well, well-known people, and their families come down. And you'll see this spike in the traffic and all of a sudden you'll get a few phone calls. But that particular, you might get awareness to say 50,000 followers of a really good Cornish influencer, but they don't all translate into bookings there and then. So it's actually kind of, if you imagine that we do that in November, the influencer comes out of season. So we've got availability. It's quite easy to arrange. The people who see that influencer might book a holiday in January for next next July, I guess, or in my book, I need to get there this weekend. There's everyone in between that, that uh, you're reaching out to. So it's very difficult to measure a uh, uh, return on investment in that respect. But our approach would be that uh, we know who our customers are. We, we know where they live, uh, what age they are, what they like to do. And we're drip, dripping that content via the newsletter and via social media throughout the year. And it's not all book now messages. It's very much just uh, look at this little Houston Dolphins that uh, came, came through the beer today. Mm-hmm. And you know, a, a, a few drone shots always kind of really work in terms of engagement. Everyone likes to see a, a beach from the air. Yeah, definitely. I mean, any of the dolphins, I mean, sound amazing to me. I'm, I'm actually heading down not too far away from you. So um, I'm hoping to see some some amazing sites. If you're struggling on how to get direct bookings and overwhelmed on where to start, then I recommend you go and book in a call with Boostly and our team right now. We can walk you through exactly what we're offering, how we can help you and give you a portfolio of websites that we have worked with that are matching not only your niche, but could be in your location as well. Boostly has helped over 2,000 hospitality businesses all over the world increase their direct bookings. And if you are interested, then all you need to do is go to Boostly, B-O-O-S-T-L-Y dot co dot UK forward slash call and book in an appointment with one of our sales team. Just before we move on, you mentioned, first of all, you know who your demographic is. How did you find out who your demographic is? And for people listening going, you know, I don't know who my demographic is. How did you find out your demographic? Is there any tips that you can share around that? We, we, we uh, use Facebook. It's quite a good insight in, in, mm-hmm. into who's looking at your site, who's engaging with your site. I mean, we've got uh, 50,000 plus followers on Facebook. So it's quite a really good body of uh, customers to look at. And But we, we, we did a guest survey about three, four years ago. And you know, it was an incentive to win an iPad. And the questions were, you know, very much geared towards uh, understanding who our guests are and spending a bit of time thinking about the questions and what you want to get out of that survey before you rushed into it really helped us. So we, we asked questions uh, about what they like to do and you know, where they like to go. It, just, it wasn't kind of, it was quite specific to questions that we wanted to answer around activities and when they like to travel. I think the really interesting one is the people who, you know, you come down to Cornwall in July and August, it's a very different experience to coming down in September. 
as as other most UK staycation destinations, I would imagine. So yeah, we we did a simple survey for the price of an iPad. We got some really good insights into uh, into who our guests are and what they like to do. Nice. When did you decide that it was going to be beach walkable distances to beach? When did you decide that was going to be your niche and why? The story of how that company was founded it's really it's a really good one in that the Watergate Bay Hotel. If you've been down this way, a great destination. It's run by some very clever people who know how to manage a destination and continue re- reinventing, keep it. Uh, relevance and it was purely that in the bay some new apartments were built on the derenix hotel site hotel guests who knew the owners of the hotel uh, bought them and they asked the, the owners of the hotel to look after these apartments for them so all of a sudden you've got a small well-formed uh, portfolio of holiday lets uh, in the hotel as a hotel back in the day so 14 years ago we've got a marketing team uh, we've got a, a cleaning team we've got a maintenance team so, you know, we could pretty much drop that mini portfolio into the existing operations back in the day and Beach Retreats, it was very much uh, a natural name, I guess, because of the, the proximity to the beach. And uh, it's just grown from that geographically. So we've moved along the coast quite gradually in both directions. And then you get further afield and you get down to Senn Cove at the far end of Cornwall and you're on the south coast as well. And we've just taken our first property on in Devon as well. So I've taken that brand criteria criteria and applying it, you know, anywhere in the country is a really interesting kind of conversation that we're having at the moment. Nice, nice. So it's great, um, great domain name as well. Uh, Beach retreats, you know, it's .co.uk. It's just very, um, uh, very good, isn't it? So getting back on track, what advice would you give yourself if you could go back to to when this all started? Well, I mean, I've been here about 11 years and we've grown quite steadily, quite organically over about 10, 15, 20% every year. And I look back at it now, I think celebrating achievements is something that's very much in our, we've just launched a new people plan. And part of that is along with uh, well-being and uh, and remote working rewards, but also it's about celebrating when we do something well. And we've won a fair few awards over the years. And uh, you win the award, you come back the following morning into work and you've got an inbox full of inquiries to deal with and uh, campaigns to set up in marketing and a few you know, guests to address. That you, you go straight back into that kind of day-to-day operation the morning after and all of a sudden it's like two months later. So it actually you know, celebrating what we have achieved is something we can do better. So yes, I'm, I'd, probably, I'd recommend that to everybody is just take a moment to say, well, Two years ago, we only had 10 properties and now we've got 30. You go in the business advice three times, which I think is you know, some great achievements out there and great stories out there about how people are doing it really well. 100%. Celebrating the, the good times is so important for everybody's sake, you know, the team, uh, the, everyone involved in the business, isn't it? Uh, great thing for social media as well for when you're, you're celebrating Indeed. that. What would you say are the top pieces of tech that you use in the business and or what's your favorite app and system that you've used? Yeah, well, we've just uh, we've just integrated with Your Welcome, which is the digital concierge tablets, and uh, they've got that direct connection into our uh, PMS, which uh, means that when a guest arrives in the property, they've got a, a tablet which uh, is saying, you know, "Dear Liam, uh, welcome to this property. I hope you have a great stay." And we're using that tablet uh, to be quite local and quite authentic. So the content on there is trying to really connect the guest 
with that local experience provider. So that might be the uh, guy who takes takes the family wild foraging. It might be somebody who does a barbecue on a beach or you all get before breakfast or uh, and lots of kind of authentic local experiences of which Cornwall's really thriving with at the moment. And having that connection, we've invested quite a bit of time and effort into curating that content. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we really delight to guess. And it's, it's, it's getting away from the traditional uh, kind of tourist attractions or the reasons that you might come to Cornwall and giving guests a more authentic, you know, original experience. It's all very, very Instagrammable, of course, and very shareable, which obviously helps to kind of that momentum. And and, and alongside that, the, the fun bit, you've got the practical information about the property. And I think I always kind of uh, I always think about, you know, when a guest arrives and the property is, com- is completely different to what they're used to. So having information at your fingertip, everything from the Wi-Fi, to uh, you know where the bins are, practical stuff really makes a difference. Is that and it's personal to that property, and that's something that we're really proud of. That it is custom. And then we've just launched a new feature on the concierge. So when you arrive the morning after, the tablet will flash up how's your stay, and it'll give you a star option of one to five. So you can just tap on five stars if you're really happy and you're enjoying yourself, or four stars if you tap one star then we know it's a problem. And if some if a guest on the first morning gives us a one, two or three star, uh, that goes straight to the reservations team and they will call the guest up and discuss what the problem is. And what we're finding is a really effective way of uh, addressing any issues on, on that first morning rather than waiting until the end of the stay and uh, having you know, an unhappy guest uh, when it's too late to address any issues or concerns. And that, you know, we, we talk about our, we have all the guest feedback that comes in from the tablet is uh, there's lots of uh, reviews on there as well. And, you know, we, we have some great scores around cleanliness and value for money and uh, guest experience. And will I come back again off from the back of that? So using the tablet to really connect when the guest wants to, but not be too intrusive is a really fine balance. That's really cool. And for anybody listening to this who haven't, hasn't heard of your welcome tablets, your welcome tablet tablets is one of the kind of pieces of tech which often gets overlooked often people are looking towards the touch stays or the host to be able to send out a digital link the difference is with your welcome tablets is that they give you the physical tablet and that's the the thing that obviously your guests can physically hold physically read and the difference that you've just mentioned there Andy, is i haven't heard of people like hostfully or touch day being able to send that five star tick here as to, to what you're experiencing at the moment I mean, that, that's pretty amazing. And that just means that you can capture their experience straight away. You kind of know if they've ticked five-star that probably you're going to get a five-star at the end of the stay. And like you say, if you tick, if they've ticked one to three stars, when you're getting in touch with them, there's your chance to put it right. And there's a lot of lessons that people can take, especially hosts listening to this for, you know, even if you've just got one property and you're not using your welcome tablets, just check in with your guests the morning after, you know, a quick email, a quick phone call, and just say, hey, how's your stay so far? Anything which may not be going to plan for them, that's your chance to, to put it right and, and can be a massive effect overall to your reviews. So that's really cool, Andy. I really like that. It, Have it, you got? Sorry, I just especially in our, our, our situation where we've got our, our properties are quite far, very spread out. So we're, we're not meeting guests, we're not welcoming them. Uh, they're arriving anywhere between three o'clock and midnight. So we can't physically meet them. So that, often you lose that connection to the guests who maybe even booked online 
you've never even spoken to them or shared an email. So that 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 touch point, I think, is really important to kind of when 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 the guest wants it. A hundred percent. Is there any other tips in general that you can share around your hospitality experience? Anything that somebody listening to this would go, do you know what? I needed to hear that because they may be getting started in hospitality or may even be a few years in and just, just looking for advice. I think uh, the, the one thing that uh, I always uh, get excited about if I'm going to a property, like checking it before a guest arrives, is that first experience when I arrive at a property. I talk about that quite a lot in terms of what that means in that our guests have travelled typically quite a long way in heavy traffic. Uh, it's, it's not a fun journey to get to Cornwall met, met most weekends, especially during the summer. So I, I arrive to a new area. Uh, I'm using the sat-nav. I've found my parking space. I've got the key safe code. I've got the information on my phone. So I've, I've got to the front door. And that can be quite a fraught moment, getting get to that point, which is supposed to be a holiday, of course. You try and remember that. So when I open the front door and I walk in, that first impression is, I think, a really key driver for any anybody in the leisure sector is that I arrive, I open it, I walk in, and all of a sudden this uh, this spotless room opens up with a with a sea view that opens up to kind of wow look at that and the kitchen is spotless and there's a fresh smell in the property and I feel justified that I've I've chosen the right property for my precious time off I've only got a week uh, I've been really busy. This has to be really good for me and my my family or my friends. So when you arrive and you have that that sensation of walking into a walking onto a balcony and hearing a seagull, it's, those kind of emotions really kind of like really important, and that kind of really does play a lot into the success of I think for us especially is that I arrive, I feel something special. I, I've done the right thing. I've, I've chosen the right property. I think it's a really kind of compelling uh, experience that everyone should try and strive to deliver. That really, it's a relief almost, isn't it? That I've, I've made the right choice. I mean, everybody forgets what you did and what you said, but they remember how you made them feel. And if you can make your guest feel special, especially, I mean, like not everybody listens to this will host leisure guests. Some will be more midterm or contractor stays. But certainly if you're focusing on leisure, that first feeling as they walk in, it says it's just so important and that may set the standard for the rest of the stay if you can make them feel special then you know mm. they might be a bit more forgiven if if the boiler goes wrong or if something something goes wrong during their stay yeah and, and you know we're dealing with 250 properties which have 250 boilers and 250 uh, dishwashers and washing machines so we're getting very good at being able to respond to that situation where if a dishwasher fails i mean it happened a few, a few weeks ago and one of our team was at the property within an hour, um, had a quick assessment and spoke to our uh, local supplier who had organised a spare part to be delivered tomorrow. So the dishwasher was only out of action for one of seven nights, which I guess was still a bit about that, but uh, had to do some washing up during the holiday. But little things like that where, I mean, another example would be that one guest arrived and they only had, uh, had one set of towels per person for a week. And uh, I said, well, I need more towels. And we, we just jumped in the van and then we, we took them down seven towels so they have a fresh towel every day. So for the cost mm. of doing that, uh, the laundering of seven towels versus the cost money that they spent on their holiday, it, it, it's, it's, it's worth it. it it's, it's little things like that that can really kind of, they'll go home, they'll tell their friends and their family and they'll book again. And like 
if they're breaking their traditional, if they're repetitive habit of booking that family holiday every year in, in, in Cornwall. Quick break from the podcast to let you know that the two Boostly books that we brought out, the Book Direct Playbook and the Book Direct Blueprint are two of the top rated and the best selling in the hospitality category on Amazon. For just two pounds, you can grab both of those books right now. The foundations and the structures that you need to put in place is in the blueprint. And then for 101 marketing tactics, that is in the playbook. So go and grab a copy on Amazon now. Just type in book direct playbook or the book direct blueprint. And uh, we'll see you on the other side. Ultimately, as hosts, we sometimes get more fussy guests, don't we? <laughs> you know, like it's part of being hospitable, um, dealing with with the uh, the different levels of of requests within hospitality. What would you advise for others uh, who are listening to this? Where would you advise them to go and learn some of these these lessons? Is there any resources you recommend? Books, podcasts, or, or mentors, coaches? I know one good podcast, which is worth subscribing <laughs> to. So uh, I've been quite lucky and I've managed to attend uh, some of the events that happen uh, in the UK and around Europe as well. So we, we were at the Scale Rental Show in Barcelona, which was amazing for a week, which is obviously quite quite a commitment, I think, to go there. But uh, short stay summer, uh, and I think the Scale Rentals are coming to London as well. So it, it's just a really – what I really like about this sector is – we can go to these events and no matter how many properties we manage, if it's our own individual property or if we're looking after 250, I always end up just talking to people in the sector quite openly, honestly, and productively about our shared experiences. So being in that environment and talking to the people, you know, listening to the presentations uh, have, have been really v- valuable if, if it's possible to get along to one of these events. They're great events. I mean, the rental scale up, this is for property managers listening to this who are over 20 properties. They do it Barcelona. They're now coming to London in September as I record this. This is um, 2023. And if you haven't been to some of these events, you mentioned the um, summit. What was that? The short stay summit, which is London in April, I believe, the short stay summit. And all these events, if you haven't been to them before as a, as a host, you need to get yourself along to them because they're just absolutely amazing places to share experiences. Hospitality can be lonely at times. So just get into these events and talking to other people and realizing that you're not alone. Other people go through this and then sharing ideas and seeing all the awesome speakers and, and what they have to share. So, yeah, really great point. Um, what would you say the future uh, holds for your business? Well, well Beach Retreats, a Beach Retreat can be anywhere in the world. It doesn't have to be in Cornwall. So as long as you're on a beach with a good, it, it's good quality stock and it's good local amenities, that could be, let's say, it could be the Mediterranean, the Caribbean, the Far East. But I think for now, we're kind of, we're, we're kind of ruin that in a bit. And uh, we're, obviously, we want to grow the portfolio and keep it personal, uh, keep it uh, friendly for our owners and for our guests. So we still have that level of customer service and guest experience, that local loss authentic experience for guests when they arrive. Uh, but so that, that looks like Devon, Dorset, if you kind of move along the coastline, uh, obviously those hot spots where our brand really resonates, I think that we'll be moving into. Uh, it's quite exciting. We, we talk a lot about apart hotels as well in our sector, especially in the leisure sector. And uh, we, we you know, partner up with developers who would build furnish and return, retain those apart hotels, which could be anything from 10 to 20 units. And, and, and these, these are, uh, these, these are great for us because it means you've got one owner that you can work really closely with, really kind of enhance the guest experience and 
you know, go manage the uh, occupancy uh, really closely and deliver a great guest experience with a really light touch though. So it's not manning a front desk, it's using the technology, using the tablets to ensure that guests are having a great time, that the, the properties are all really well maintained. So I think we'll uh, we'll see more of those in the Beach Retreats portfolio in coming years. Nice. And um, when you talk about apart hotels, I can't help but think uh, Dave Goodfellow, who's based in Chester, and he's um, he does a We Talk Property every morning on Clubhouse still. And uh, apart hotels, there's some great uh, nuggets of information if anybody's interested to to go and dive into to Clubhouse and, uh, like say, and rental scale up all these awesome places that people can get information about these exciting emerging areas within the hospitality industry. Before we uh, bring things to a close, Andy, just tell me a little bit about what did you do before hospitality? How you know what did you do in past life? Well, I, I was uh, I was working in publishing as it happened as a marketer in publishing. I, I always remember this is going back to the late nineties. If uh, if I can kind of timestamp myself, uh, I, I went to a, a one day course uh, to learn HTML, and at the time that was quite quite new. Emerging, and I was one day course how to write in HTML. Started building websites and getting into the digital marketing uh, side of marketing, and we, we were publishing academic journals and genealogical uh, content online and charging for it. Doing search engine optimization and uh, email marketing, and it, it, it was purely that a recruitment consultant put me in touch with a letting agent in South Devon that we. That uh, we can apply these skills in the hospitality sector, and, and that, that was really interesting. So we moved down from Yorkshire down to Devon at the time, and uh, it was always a bit of a punt to kind of do that. We had a very young family at the time, and uh, I remember working in a, in a fishing village in South Devon, thinking, "This is great. I'm on holiday." You know, for the first year, team went as well. Felt like I was on holiday in, in that you work. You finish at five o'clock and uh, you go down the beach. This is and this is great, and I think it's it's a great lifestyle to kind of that, that work-life balance is, is really strong down here. Mm-hmm. In I'll say I'm sure that most of you know if you're working, especially in the leisure sector, you're typically operating in a very attractive part of the country or the world, even sorry, and uh, that has its benefits. Nice, nice. As we just before we find out how people can go and find out more about the business, uh, one fun question just for the sake of it if you could invite any historical figure or famous person to dinner, who would you invite and why? Oh, my goodness me! <laughs> Sorry, for dinner, uh, my goodness me, that's a good question to ask off the end, uh, without any kind of script or any kind of preparation. That's a really good question. I, I, I'm gonna kind of have. Somebody from the northeast uh, who was kind of well, going to be a footballer who was going to be like Jackie Milburn or something. Is it? I guess is that is that good enough? It's not really it can be a good yeah, it's No, it's whoever you prefer. It's your your choice and why well, you're big big fan of uh, big foot big fan. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's the best you're going to get out of me. I'm afraid, Liam. But that's cool. That's all good. That's all good. <laughs> okay, so how can we find out more about the business? Where can we go and search for you? So we're on LinkedIn, Beach Retreats. Uh, at Beach Retreats on Facebook. Uh, I mean, uh, probably Instagram is kind of where most of the activity happens nowadays. But uh, look, I'm on Instagram as well. I'm on their Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn as well as uh, Andy Easton. So if you want to connect, just look me up on 
on uh, LinkedIn and uh, we're starting to do more and more on LinkedIn, especially to kind of talk about what we're doing and hopefully there's some, uh, there's some kind of, we're sharing some insights from our guest uh, surveys on that, on the platform and some trends as well. And we, we'll be publishing a, a kind of a forward looking white paper on the state of holiday letting in the Southwest in September, I believe. Nice, nice. So we can go and check that out on LinkedIn and obviously beachretreats.co.uk. If uh, I mean, I'm inspired to go book a holiday down in Cornwall. You've, you've certainly sold the uh, the area and uh, the idea we can walk to the beach. So just as we bring it to a close, I'd love to know if there's a motto or a mantra which really resonates with you. Uh, well, probably there's a book that kind of springs to mind, and that's uh, The Art of Being Brilliant by Andy Cole. Uh, and that's just purely, it's about positivity well-being and happiness and you know celebrating success and just being positive and have a positive outlook uh, in the world and i think when you have that especially in hospitality it really helps to kind of deal with the challenges and just uh enjoy that work-life balance yeah the the art of being brilliant by andy corp i'll check it out that'll stick on my uh, audible uh, list after this so Andy, this has been fun. Really enjoyed getting to know uh, Beach Retreats and yourself. And um, ultimately, just it's great fun, isn't it, being in hospitality. So uh, if you're listening to this on the Boostly podcast and you've enjoyed this, uh, all you need to do is subscribe if you're listening in or watching on YouTube. If you're listening to the Boostly podcast, we thank you for putting your attention with us. We know there's so many places you can put it. And again, if there's anybody who you think can get value, make sure you share it with friends or let them know about the Boostly podcast podcast and we appreciate you listening into this one thanks very much and bye-bye for now